The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com. Three, two, one. Every human came to earth with a gift. And they must discover that gift and refine that gift for them to be fulfilled. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. Yo, hey man, how you work this radio? You're not listening to the Ty and Hoodie Show. Keep it locked. Owning a home and paying it off is one of the data points of an everyday millionaire. Home sales across the U.S. are on the rise as buyers take advantage of record low mortgage rates. Good morning, morning, morning. Now let's get back to the Ty and Hoodie Show. <laughs> Good morning, good morning. It's the Ty and Hoodie Show right here on, uh, you know, TyandHoodieShow.com. You know, our favorite place to be, 6.30 to 7 a.m. I'm your host, Trevon Smith, also known as Trey, with my main guy, Andrew Jesse Coba. How you doing, Andrew? I'm doing good, man. How are you today? Uh, I can't complain. It's a beautiful day. It's always, you know, it's always a blessing to, you know, wake up in the morning and, and try to provide some kind of positivity and energy for the uh, yeah. Sunday listeners to start the week off. Yeah, I, I, I miss, you know, I mean, we, we've, we've been around each other and then we had to stay away because of this COVID thing. Yeah. Not because you had COVID or I had COVID, but being <laughs> cautious, you know, um, my, my wife's like freaking out, like, hey, can, can you do the Zoom thing again? You know, why do you have to go over to, you know, like, but hey, it hey, is what it is, you know. It's, it's definitely not a problem. This, this is the Zoom is the new HBO of uh, 2020 moving forward. But mm-hmm. today's, yeah. today's guest man is, is is i call him a friend of mine a dude I, you know we didn't we didn't share bean rice and cheese burritos at el Puerto local with uh, so, back in the day man so so if you know what that means you know like hey we was all on the same budget man and this dude is he's a hometown hero he's somebody la's proud of he's from the city of carson um California's proud of, and, and you know, nowadays, I want to say, you know, the, 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 the whole nation is proud of, because they checking yeah. him out. Um, we're, we're friends, and we're family, you know what I'm saying? He's across the street at this time, so what we, what we can do is a homegrownradio.net is where you can get all this information, homegrownradio.net. Please go check that out and check this dude out. Uh, it's the one and only Chuck Dizzle. What's going on, man? Man, T. Smith, appreciate you having me, bro. Oh, oh, we, we, we T. Smith today. What we, what we doing? Hey, 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 we whatever you want to call me today, man. <laughs> Yo, your world. Man, Andrew, thank you guys so much for having me on. I appreciate the platform. I appreciate you guys just welcoming me on. And, and you know, like like Trey said, we go back, man. We go back from Fat Burger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Sharing meals, all that, oh. man. I you know, you know I, I, I tell people that me and Trey go back, you know, this is our 11th year. And when he says you go back, I mean that's yeah. like even way back. Yeah, yeah. That, that, the, the, at the same time. Yeah, no, but that that's what I was about to get into. That like I remember him bringing your name up years back, and and uh, that's why I'm I'm honored to be on the platform because I know y'all been rocking for a long time as well. And anytime I, I know Trey, so it's like yeah. it's kind of like I know you. We family, yeah. so I, yeah. I love it, bro. I love it. Yeah, and and it's 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 common it's common for me to always say that you know hey. Trey is my window into the African-American world, you know? Mm-hmm. From Nigeria originally. I'm, I'm learning how to be black in America, so he, he helps me out, you know? 
like, gotcha. like bro, you don't say that around here. I'm like, right. okay, okay, like <laughs> he knows how to turn on and off the filters in, 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 the, in the corporate world to the streets. You know what I mean? So hey, tell him, tell him. Hey, I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm Mark. Trey, Trey has saved me many, many days before. Just like, hey, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we can't do that. All right, let's do this. Right. So hey. I'm already, I'm grateful for Trey, man. I'm already hey. knowing. But that's the beautiful thing I love about you, man. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk a little bit about the family later on. Bless the family. Beautiful family. But homegrownradio.net for everybody listening. This dude mm-hmm. right here is one of the, the key uh, ac- acquisitions to Los Angeles right now. I want everybody to really understand that. I don't say that lightly. Him and his mm-hmm. partner, shout out to DJ Head, are yeah. making tremendous moves. I want this... The tie in the hoodie show is, is about personal growth and 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 what people have been through to get to where they're at. And I and you know, and uh we don't want to call it a hometown hero, but for today, I'm gonna call it a hometown hero, man. Cause I just want to let you know Los Angeles is proud, the IE, you know, just everybody's proud of you, what you've done. But I want to talk a little bit about your transition, uh, how you growing up and getting into radio and what it took to get you know, to halfway for you to know you wanted to get in the radio just to start it off. Man, I mean, I think when we talk about hometown, man, you can't talk about Los Angeles, to be honest, without talking about 92.3 The Beat, like straight up. And that was one of my biggest influences growing up, Um, you know, from, from, you know, in the morning, you know, listening to John London in the house party to, you know, listening to Theo, listening to uh, Julio Julio G. G. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like these were people that were staples in my life. Like when, when I was waking up to go to school, you know, we had that. On, on, on blast moms had that on blast while i was going to school when i was coming back home we were listening to theo when i was going to sleep right before uh, i would knock out you know doing the homework i would have julio g on and then on the weekends you had the specialty shows like the wake up show with us uh, swaying tech so it's like that was the foundation of me saying yo i i like this i already would love music but the personalities behind the music drove me to say, man, I, I want to take an interest in this. So, you know, when it came to doing that, it was like, I think I, I think I like this. You know, this is at, at the age of 10, you know, well, and, and 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 well, growing in going into like school. I knew that I, I somebody putting a bug in my ear as far as doing an internship, if I really wanted to take it uh, serious and kind of go the professional route. But for the interest, it was 92.3 to beat all day, you know, in terms of my yeah. sparking that interest as a, as a, as a child. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I mean that that that's that's good. That's that's a very important point you point out because it's not that easy for a lot of people to say I was ten years old and I knew this was what I was gonna do when I grew up. I mean, I, I, that's that's hard enough. There are fifty year olds even now that still don't know what they want to do in life, you know. But you had that opportunity. You knew that earlier on. What were the hurdles? What were the how, how did this get through? I mean, obviously, we don't have to go into so much detail because we only have half an hour to cover yeah. so much. What, what's the what, what were the main things that I just said? Okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to do, and, and I think nothing's going to really stop me or sway me, regardless of all the hurdles I'm going to go through. Well, one thing I never talk about in interviews, and this is kind of important that we, we're talking about this now, is that you know, the importance of research. Like my mom was really big on saying, okay, if this is what you want to do, do the research behind it. You know, figure mm. out the ins and outs, figure out where where these people work, how much they make, you know, can you make mm. a sustainable living, all this, right? And early on, I found out like, as was a senior in, in, in high school, I, I researched uh, radio DJs, right? And tried to figure out, you know, how much a radio DJ made. And upon uh-huh. my, my research, I found out, they don't get they don't make much unless you're like a higher, higher end syndicated doing all these other things, then uh-huh. you don't really make too much money in radio. But that 
really showed me that I had the love for it. Cause I was like, okay, they don't make money, but that's okay. I still love this. Like, I still mm-hmm. love the idea of cracking the mic. I like the idea of just, you know, introducing songs. I like the idea of trying to tap into artists. Like that was my, my love and passion for it. So from that moment on, I was like, no matter what obstacle or hurdle I go through, I knew that it was going to be a passion of mine. <clears throat> and like you said, it's a lot of people don't discover that passion till well on later in life. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I was fortunate enough to kind of discover it early. So the hurdles that I went through, you know, being hired at one station, getting, getting let go of many stations as radio stations happen, it happens in radio, you know, Mm -hmm. multiple stations closed, like me driving two or three hours to think I got hired at a station and the the deal didn't go through. So these are just a couple of different things that, that, that happened along the years, but never swayed me to say, okay, I'm just going to give it up. I don't want to do it no more because it was mm-hmm. always a passion of mine early on. And, that, and that's something that, you know, I, we know together. Um, I just want you to take the people that's listening through, you know, it's a lot of people that, that, that work in warehouses and, 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 and they, they still haven't figured out what their dreams are or some do or are scared. I just want you to talk a little bit about your mind frame as far as what it took on those downtimes because like you said, We've, we've been up there and we've been down and we, we, and you know, we, we thought about putting in applications at Target or something, you know, <laughs> like we thought about it, we didn't do it, but what's yeah. what, like, what kind of mental capacity and, 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 and drive do you have to have to sustain your goals to get to where you at right now on homegrownradio.net to where you've, you've hit the, you've hit, you hit, you, you've hit that spot. Well, I want to talk about one more important thing, like throughout this whole time when I was, you know, as an intern early on, you know, first yeah. couple of stations when I was working, you know, when, when we were working together, when I, you know, throughout this whole time, I've had a job at the city of Carson. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, that was important. So when you talk about the warehouse workers, I was a maintenance aide. I started off as a, as a, a summer youth employee at the age of 15. Bumped up uh-huh. to a maintenance aide, then became a sales a sales associate. So I was like the same the same rooms I was cleaning. I was actually a sales associate. So now I was selling these rooms to different people to actually rent out for like events. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I had a job this whole time. So for me, it, that took off the pressure financially. Where it was like, okay, I have something consistent every two weeks. I know I'm gonna get a check, right? So. Yeah. That, that allowed me to kind of take that, that financial pressure off, right? But then I would also center myself and say, when I was at the work, at the job, when I didn't want to be there, when I wanted to, wanted to kind of like pursue radio a little bit more, I would think of, okay, if I didn't have to do this, what would I be doing in this da- in this downtime that I have at the job, right? Mm-hmm. I would take extensive breaks. I would get up and walk around the building on my downtime and just like visualize, like, okay, man, if I if I could, man, if I could do this, um, or, or or mentally prep for the radio shows that I did have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the in the process of doing this, I mean, you know, I have a full time, uh, part time slash full time job. Um, I was still doing a radio show out of my crib or you know at whatever moment I was in my radio career, and I was visualizing what could be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the, the importance is to just center yourself as to where you are uh, and, and understand of like really visualizing where where you want to be. Where you currently are right now, it doesn't have to be always and forever. You yeah. have to just be there mentally and say, okay, all right, that's cool. If I'm in this warehouse, that's fine. How can I make this the best of my situations? When I was in that, when I was at the city of Carson, I was promoting my radio show the whole time. Hey man, you know, I'm doing, I'm interviewing uh, Kendrick tonight on my own homegrown radio.net. Hey, you know, I got so-and-so coming through to the crib, but uh, we're going to do this. 
promoting my show. So I had I, 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 I had a chance to really like get on the, the, the ground, the ground level grassroots campaign in terms of promoting. And it, and it it did me service to talk about things that I love. Right. So I'm talking about these artists that I want to promote and it's sparking interest in the people that I'm talking to at my job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just brought yeah. awareness. And, and again, just to kind of center yourself to where you want to be versus dwell on where you're currently at. If you're if you're not enjoying that, find find the positive things about it. So for me, I knew at my job there was going to be people around all the time and I had a consistent revenue as far as income coming in two weeks. So the the downtimes when I was like, damn, I don't want to be here. Hey, but I get paid next Thursday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or hey, so and so is coming in this week so I can tell them about my show. I just yeah. use it as a platform. Mm. Wow. So so you 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 actually went through a season when you know you're like, I don't like where I'm at, but I know where I want to go. So in, in, in my case, I mean, I was I, I've told this to Trevon, some people know my story. It's like I've I've worked for more than 50 companies. Mm. You know, I, there was a time I get fired every other two weeks because I'm like, I don't want to be here, yeah. you know. And at, at one time, I was sleeping in my car for a whole month, um, begging $20 to, to, to buy food. Now I'm responsible for 50 people every month to make sure they get a paycheck. Amazing. And talk about, talking about doubts for a second, you know, even as at last week, I was consumed with doubts almost 80%. Even I'm here doing what I'm doing, I was still doubting where I'm going. And I had to snap out of it and say, stop that. You know, you can do this. You know, because I had a little huddle and I'm thinking, ah, maybe, maybe, maybe I should be doing something different. But I, I had to tell myself over again that, no, you can do this and you should do better. How, how, have you gone through that process even now? And, and how do you deal with that? Absolutely. I mean, I think that that's so important that you mentioned that because it's like a lot of people think that once you, whatever you do, once you make it, oh, all the problems go away. Hell no. <laughs> you just you're going through the next season right so it's like it's kind of like when, when you play video games you advance to the next level and it's gonna be a whole different level of obstacles right yeah but if you stay true to again the center of like what you really want to do you know and, and and it's okay it's important that people notice it's okay for it to change right as long as it makes you feel good then you're straight right so my my what, what makes me feel good right now is knowing I can provide a platform for, you know, for whether it be artists, DJs, you know, tell somebody's story. I love doing that no matter where I'm going to be, where, no matter what I'm doing. Right. So I think that's the important part about it. And I, and I, I, no matter the downsides that I go, the doubts that I have, I'm like, okay, let's take a moment. Let's understand things might change for the moment, no matter where I'm at. But as long as I'm still doing this to some capacity, I know I'm fulfilling my bigger purpose. You know what I'm saying? And those things mm -hmm. do change and understand that you will have doubts. It's going to happen. But that doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. Hey, if you're just tuning in right now, it's the one and only Chuck D right here with TyHoodyShow.com. Uh, you can catch all his information out and find out what he's up to each and every night at HongKongRadio.net. I want to, I know we talked a little bit about, you know, getting, getting, uh, finding out what our dreams was. I want to talk a little bit about Chuck D as far as what, what's been some of your highlights? Cause I've been around you. You, you have, you, you, I mean, you have a plethora. So what's, <laughs> what's some of your highlights that would, that we may not know about, you know, like I know C3, you know, you just, you, the little, little Chuck D, you know, yeah. then came and, and, I, and, and I'm proud of you, man. Cause I see you smiling on your pictures, like, yeah. like you with Dre in, in the background <laughs> with it. But yep. it, it, you know what I'm saying? So, but I'm saying, what's some of your highlights 
whether it's you know I know and it, and I know uh, you know wifey, wifey yep. you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying I, I don't I don't want to exclude them but like so I know that's one I know that's right. at the upper part but what's some of your personal highlights whether it's with artists or or, or whatnot. So in addition to my wife and my son, obviously that's the top of the tier. And, that, and the reason why it's the top is because they've been, well, especially my wife, she's been around through the whole process. Yeah. So she's been, you know, in the studio with me when, you know, when we had the whole TDE in my living room, right. Mm-hmm. Early interviews. Like, so that was special for me because she was there with me as I'm interviewing Kendrick, J-Rock, Schoolboy Q and Abso, uh Punch and all them talking about, you know, Kendrick Lamar actually, becoming Kendrick Lamar, the transition from K-Dot to Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, She was around with me around that time. And and, and just the the, the people that I have around, um, like yourself, just solid individuals that can witness the growth and the progress and can see when I was at my bottom moments, when I was just trying to figure it out to where I am right now in terms of just doing radio and being syndicated and, you know, having having the the, the, the growth, right? So I think that's one of the main highlights is that people are able to see the progress and track it and see that it's not an overnight thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like my book, my, 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 my life is an open book. If you see it on social media, you know what I mean? At Chuck Dizzle everywhere. Like you can find, you can see from, from early days, you know, what I've been up to and what I've been doing and what I currently have going on. But definitely I would say um, that moment was special to have TDE in my living room because I saw them and, and, and understood the mission and the goals that they were trying to do. And for the world to kind of catch up was like, ah, see, damn, this is th- these these are the type of people that I want to put on. Uh, we were talking about Julio G. Um, he actually checked in early, early when we were doing this is somebody that we looked up to me and my boy DJ. Head, we looked up to and for him to kind of check in early days when we were doing uh, radio out of my, my apartment. Right. I've seen he that. checked into yeah. the chat room. Right. And he just showed love. And for him to actually come down to actually do an interview with us, that was a huge moment in, in, in our careers. It's like, yo, that was a highlight because it's like this is somebody that I looked up to. And now I'm having a conversation with him about what he was doing while I was sitting there at the age of 10 listening to him. So yeah. listening to him about his moments and then picking his brain. And it, 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 that was definitely a couple of the highlight moments for me, like for sure. Yeah. Who, I, mean, who, I, I just want to I just want to definitely make sure we spend and, and send the, the respect to Julio G because he mentored me, too. And if, if you know anything about L.A. radio, Julio G is one of the Dons or the Mount Rushmore's of L.A. radio. So we want to definitely send out love to Julio G. I'm sorry, Andrew. Go ahead, brother. No, no, absolutely. I, I was I was listening. I, I was just going to go to Chuck Diesel. I mean, you know, a lot of things you're saying. One of the things we want to try and do on this show is for those who are. What advice will you give yourself 10 years ago? You know, somebody who's sitting who has that passion, because passion alone doesn't do it, right? Yeah. I mean, it takes a whole lot more than passion. You know, everybody can have a passion for a minute, you know, but it takes a while to keep it going. What advice will you give yourself 10 years ago if you had that opportunity to go back and, and just elaborate on something like that? I would tell myself to make sure uh, that you stay with the city of Carson. And I, I, I would actually tell myself, yo, uh, I'm going to cuss. I want to <laughs> tell myself like, yo, good job. You did the right thing by not leaving. I was about to quit my job at one point because I thought a radio gig was going to happen. Yeah. And I didn't. And I didn't because just something in my gut was just like, oh, well, let's just wait until the first week. 
And yeah. that first week never happened. So I would go back and say, listen to your gut every single time, even when things may not seem like it's right. Listen to your gut. But I do want to double down on the financial aspect of it, because a lot of times a lot of our decisions are swayed by the money we make. Right. Yeah. So I would definitely say for those out there, yes, passion may not be it enough, um, but try to center yourself in doing what you love. Right. If you can't do it, find that nine to five, do what you got to do, you know, to, to make your money in the meantime, just to get that pressure off of you. But if you can center what you, what you make money off of around something that you love, if you can, if you can't get a nine to five, get something that's going to hold you in the meantime and, and, and stack and plan accordingly. I, I would definitely still tell myself, be cautious with the money you spend, make sure you're financially free. Don't get those credit cards like that. Be, be, be mindful of how you operate and utilize credit cards as well. Um, but that that would be it would be more on the financial tip. Like, hey, don't go super crazy. You know, say when it comes to um, you know spending so much money. And not and not that I went crazy with it, but I, I could have been a little more strategic in how you know I, I, I handle my debt. Yeah. And we're we're talking to you as as an individual, but I want people to realize there was there is and there was a business aspect to you because mm-hmm. you ran a business homegrownradio.net. Absolutely. But you had offices and had mm-hmm. uh, space, uh, you know, time where you rent it out and whatnot. So mm-hmm. you talked a, a little bit about just just you being the, the CEO, the owner or, or, you know, what I'm saying as far as the business aspect, just what it what it took, because like when I was describing to Andrew, even though Chuck D went to different places, he was smart enough to market and brand himself. Homegrown radio went to different places with him. So mm-hmm. you, can you talk mm-hmm. about the, you know, the importance of setting up a business and, and, and the marketing and branding yourself? So wherever you may go or possibly anything Damn. can happen, then people wouldn't know where to find you at. No, absolutely. I mean, this is a this is a point in time when I first got established, man, social media was just kind of kicking off and becoming important. So everything I did, I said, OK, it's going to always trickle down to homegrown. You know what I'm saying? Whatever Chuck is doing, whatever, wherever, whatever station I'm going to be doing, wherever, wherever offices I'm going to have, whoever's a part of this organization that I have, it's all going to trickle down to homegrown. And I always knew the importance of the brand itself. And um, that was more or less of like, it kind of it kind of gave me to, to be honest. It kind of gave me an excuse to hide behind the brand and just mm. let the brand speak for itself, right? I'm big. I'm 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 you, Trey. You know me. I have a nice personality, but I'm not cute. I'm not the rah 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 type of person. Yeah. I felt like homegrown gave me the 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 ability to become rah 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 and let that speak for itself. Whether it be the 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 artist that we have, you know what I'm saying, or whether it be. The, the, the buildings that we had in terms of like, you know, operating uh, homegrown, homegrown radio mm-hmm. in terms of the different personalities that we brought on and turning it into a full on network and hiring different personalities on there as well. It's like it allowed me, it allowed the brand to kind of speak for me and it allowed to kind of branch out for different things. So I think it's important to kind of have that because you can touch people more with the brand versus your individual self. Now mm-hmm. I can do you know, homegrown. I can do Chuck if I want to. You know what I mean? I can do. I can have Chuck. At, I can do Charles as the 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 person. You know, the 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 individual, the person. There's different ways that I can break it off, and it still trickles down to homegrown. So I think it's important that you establish that and kind of figure out what what route you want to take with it, but make sure it's like the umbrella of everything else that you want to do. 
Yeah, I mean, we, I, I know we have a, a few minutes to go here, but there, there's one thing I want you to speak to our listeners because a lot of people who are listening right now, Sunday morning, you know, early, most people are probably either working or just waking up, getting ready to go to church. You know, there's one piece of encouragement that we're looking for for our audience from your point of view. Somebody says, hey, I've been working three jobs, four jobs. I mean, in, in like a minute, how can you encourage people to just stick to what they believe or stick to, I mean, just looking forward, how can you give that word of encouragement? Don't give up. I worked at my job for 20 years. 20 you know years. 20 years. This 20, wow. 20 years. I, I was 15 when I got my summer youth, summer youth job at the city of Carson, right? And, um, you know, I, I handed in my resignation letter literally on the, I want to, I'm sorry, it was about the, the 17th year. Okay. So, I mean, around about 20 years, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when, that's when I felt comfortable enough to say, okay, I can actually pursue this radio thing. I've been pursuing radio for a little over 15 years. You know what I mean? I, it was a couple of years right after that. Nothing happens overnight. Yeah. Nothing worth having happens mm-hmm. overnight, you know, and, and it, it, it means a little something special to you when you know you earned it. If somebody mm-hmm. gives you something, you're not going to really take it as serious for me i know i earned every ounce of what i'm getting right now you know what i mean so it's like nobody nobody can tell me oh man you just got handed that because you knew so and so and that person put you in position i earned it and and it it, 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 it'll do you justice knowing that you earned it so yeah keep on working those three to four jobs keep on you know go from one spot to the next you can be like andrew work 50 of them if you need if you don't find (laughs) the right thing you know what i'm saying if you don't find the right thing it's okay to hop and skip and jump as long as you have a plan that you know in your core, like, yo, this is not what I want to be doing. Cause the last thing you want to do, and I've seen it before is that you, you're working for a company for 20, 20 plus years and you're not going anywhere. And you just talking about, man, I want, I want to leave, man. This ain't, yeah. this ain't the right thing for me. That doesn't do service to your spirit and doesn't do service to anybody else that you feel like you can actually help. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in, in a nutshell, don't give up because it's it's actually worth it. I, I understand. Trust me, I understand what you're going through because I've I've done the overnight shift. I've done every shift imaginable you can think. I've worked that. So it gets tough. Don't dwell in where your current situation is. Look to where you want to go, but understand. Don't give up. Man, I'm 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 so glad the people in L.A. getting a chance to hear you on a different perspective. Yeah, you know. So, but they but they can hear you each and every day. Homegrownradio.net. Please mm-hmm. go check that out. Find out where his address is at. Uh, Chuck, what's some things you're working on? What you got coming up, man? Man, uh, just rebuilding the platform, rebuilding the network, Homegrown Radio, uh, the network itself. You know, introducing different personalities. Thing, you know, just just. Uh, some things I want to keep tucked, but it's it's definitely building that out. Um, and uh, you know, syndication, obviously, kind of moving around. Just I, I'll put it like this: you you'll see it when it's time. At Chuck Dizzle yeah. everywhere, homegrownradio.net. I, I appreciate you guys having me on and just you know just just giving me this opportunity to speak, man. I can't let you get out of here without giving up the uh, the, the the wife's business and wife's uh, website and information. Where hey Andrew. His wife caters a couple parties we was at. 
Man, them didn't. Oh, I, I, I put on there. I was mad, man. I, <laughs> I had my COVID test. I should have popped up negative. I, I'm knocking on the door. <laughs> but go ahead and give the wife because she has a. Uh, go ahead and tell, tell them what, what, what the wife offers. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Chef, Chef Tasha Dorsey, that is my wife. Uh, Yummy Creations is her her brand as well, man. Again, if you know, you know. If not, go do your research on it. She's uh, doing a lot more, you know, with, with, with COVID and the quarantine. She's offering more of like the uh, private in-home situations. Obviously, with the, the COVID situation, she's making sure everything is safe. So um, mm-hmm. just tap into the wifey at, at yeah. Chef Tasha Dorsey uh, or at Yummy Creations. Yeah, she's a caterer. Let's let it. Yeah, she's a caterer. Yeah. She caters, caters for large parties, small parties uh, or uh, individual uh, p- uh, food plans. Yeah, so. exactly. Exactly. She's she's moving toward towards more of the, the private in-home chefing as of right now, kind of giving okay. people that experience, especially with everything happening right now, since everything's been shutting down. She can't really do the larger events. So in-home, mm-hmm. private, private catering, private chef um, and of course, uh, meal plans and all that, man. She's got you covered. And, and all, all of that is, is so, so much needed nowadays. I mean, you mentioned meal plans. I mean, mm-hmm. people. Nowadays, because of COVID, I, you know, Trevon knows me about being careful about what I eat. You know, mm-hmm. now it's so easy to eat anything and everything that comes your way, but you have to be, you just have to be careful. So I, I, I absolutely think we should let everybody know what she does because she could be teaching people about this online, you know? Yeah. And, and she used to do a cooking classes too. She's going to get that started up again. Uh, but, you know, she was offering online classes and going live and kind of showing people the meals that she makes and things of that nature. So again, when you see me, you see her, when you see her, you see me and awesome. it's all homegrown, you know? And I, and I, and, and the reason why I brought that up besides, you know, the love for the wife and the family, a little, a little C3 is yeah. because I think like what Andrew does, um, his, uh, we, we, we're, we're doing business now. We're teaching yeah. that to our loved ones, our yeah. family, the people around us, and, and for you and your wife to have businesses showing mm-hmm. what the way the world is going. And that's what you know we're here here about at the uh, tieandhoodieshow.com. You know what I'm saying? You can work a nine to five, you know, if, if you choose to or whatnot, if you have to. But in the meantime, hey, let's create something that you want to do as well and add on to the income in your house, plus do what you love doing. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Hey. Appreciate you, man. TyHoodieShow.com right here. So much. Uh, Thank you so much. Each and every Sunday at TyHoodieShow.com. Chuck Dizzle, much love to you, baby. HomegrownRadio.net. Please go see the bigger picture, folks. HomegrownRadio.net. See where his address is at. Uh, man, much love. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for having me, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, man. Nice meeting you. Hey, do you have valuable information that can help your community? Okay. And you'd like to be a guest? Uh, Hit us on our social media. Do it now. The Tie and Hoodie Show is sponsored by ICCLending.com. For real estate service, please go to ICCLending.com.